0: Trade Entrepreneur, the show for business owners by business owners. I'm your host, David Sudworth, and welcome to this week's episode. Be another busy one again at Mr. Such in this sweep. This week, we've been doing a lot of inspections and sweepings and testings of, of chimneys right across the area. And also, this week, we've actually launched into a new area. We're now going into Preston and South Ribble. And Bolton, so we're getting lots of inquiries already from those areas. And about a year or so ago, we made the decision to expand the company and start going into new areas. And it's it's going really well. And last year, we we um, we branched into Liverpool and to Sefton, and that really has took off. That that even I I constantly um, say to. Uh, our staff it's really surprised me how how much liverpool and sefton has took off and even this week we've uh, launched into preston and south ribble and bolton and the inquiries have just come flooding in it's it's um, it's just amazing it just seems like every time we go into a new area um they just seem to come in and it's it's you know always takes me by surprise but we do push a lot in 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 areas we do uh, market ourselves very well i think and it it pays dividends we do um a lot on on social media and that really does work and so you know mr jimmy sweep is growing and growing and growing which is which is fantastic <laughs> sometimes you have to stop and catch your breath and you think god this really has done well in the last 12 months so and you know i I can't take all the credit for that. A lot of it comes to down to the team as well who really work hard to, to get these things over the line. So if, if you guys are listening, thanks, thanks very much for that. Part of the whole deciding to expand the business um, and the whole mindset behind that is kind of what we're going to talk about in the next couple of episodes because one thing I've noticed is that that when I've been interviewing people, they've kind of almost reluctantly, um, they've been reluctant to call themselves an entrepreneur. They 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 see themselves as a business owner, and it's almost like there's a uh, like entrepreneurs a bit of a a bit of a a flashy word, a, a bit too self aggrandizing. And I, I thought I'd devote a couple of, couple of episodes to actually looking at this because I do think there's there's a distinct difference between being a business owner and being an entrepreneur you can actually be a business owner without being an entrepreneur if you're an entrepreneur you don't necessarily have to be a business owner you could you could be someone who invests in business but you don't actually own the business you might you might have a have a stake in the business like they do on things like dragon's den on the bbc television so that you don't necessarily need to own the business uh, to be an entrepreneur, but uh, a lot of business owners who who have started from scratch, they kind of don't like to think of themselves as an entrepreneur. I don't have any particular problem. I I, I feel that if I wasn't seeing myself as an entrepreneur, then then that was something that I would certainly want, be wanting to work towards because I think in order to, to, to take a business um, and grow it, You do need to have an entrepreneurial mindset. So over the next couple of episodes, I want to look at um, 10 differences between business owners and entrepreneurs. And like I've said in many of the previous podcasts, this goes back mostly to mindset. And there's nothing wrong if you just want to be a business owner. And there's nothing wrong if you want to be just an entrepreneur. The important thing is you understand the the differences between the two. And I actually wrote down a list, and it took me quite a while because I, because I was pondering on what the actual differences were. And I've came, I've come up with ten, which I'm going to share with you. I'm going to share five with you in this episode, and another five in the next episode. The first thing that I think differentiates a business owner and an entrepreneur is that people who start businesses they kind of they start them, but they then they do their best to kind of fit in, and they don't want to, you know, rock the boat that much. They want to. They start a business to fit in, and they might want to actually lead their market, but they don't really. The the kind of people who who would probably say that I'm just doing it, you know, just to just to make a living and they're very quiet about it and they just like to do it behind the scenes. So it's almost like they're hiding their light under a bushel, to use a, an old-fashioned phrase. Whereas an entrepreneur, they will tend to start a business to be disruptive. Uh, Richard Branson actually talks about this quite a lot in that um, the, some of the best businesses and the most entrepreneurial businesses are those which who are market disruptors. They they don't come in merely to just take their place in a particular market. They come to they go into it to for everyone to start look at them thinking. God, what's that? A bit like Apple, a bit like uh, uh, Microsoft when they first started. Uh, all all these kind of businesses, Virgin, Richard Branson's company, they were classic disruptors. They they went into a market and completely changed it. Things like Netflix as well. Before Netflix, you'd have things like I remember not that long ago, uh, you'd obviously have Blockbuster, which was the video store in the local town or city where you lived, Um, and then you'd start getting mail order DVDs. So, for instance, we used to get um, I think think it was called Love Film or something like that, where you basically you'd hire a, a a DVD and it come in the post and then you watch it and you send it back. It it actually just talking about it now seems quite quaint when you think about it because now a thing is is streaming, it's on demand. You can either pay for it uh, as a standalone item or you pay for it as part of a subscription service. Things like Amazon Prime and Netflix, they are disruptors. They came in, um, you know, the the likes of Love Film, Disrupted, Blockbuster – but then Amazon Prime, Netflix disrupted things like love films. So they are classic. They're, they're classic disruptors. And I think uh, for, for for me, when I when I started the business, it wasn't so much that I wanted to. to I didn't see myself as someone who's going to disrupt the market, but I knew that I'd want I'd want to do it a lot differently to a lot of trades, and not be a typical trades business, you know, um focus on customer service, good marketing, strong branding, those kind of things which you might not necessarily um think of as being a strength with trades businesses. So and we are seen as a bit of a, a disruptor um in in our in our industry. I wouldn't say so much we're seen as a disruptor among customers, with customers, but just seen as something that they have now come to expect i think probably what's happening is that the uh, the standard for trades is is starting to rise but certainly with with within our industry we are we are seen as a bit disruptive we do things very differently we're very much out there we have strong branding and you know we are very open with our pricing it's on our website we do blogs we do videos and all those things are quite disruptive in a in a, in, a, in an industry which most other companies don't do those types of things or certainly not to the degree that we do them so again our business kind of doesn't really quote, quote unquote fit in in that regard although we do see ourselves as part of the of the of the solid fuel industry but we don't necessarily see ourselves as as fitting in we, we want to be able to Plant our flag directly on the lawn and say here we are this is us this is what we're about so again it's about it's it's about not fitting in it's about disrupting the market that's the difference between a business owner and an entrepreneur second thing a lot of business owners are actually quite risk averse now you, you, you'd imagine that someone who starts a business would wouldn't be risk averse because they'd be thinking about what if it goes wrong? You know, what, what, what if I don't get any customers, all those things. Whereas entrepreneurs tend to be stagnation averse. And there's a big difference because, when you start a business, a lot of people will then start spending money on, on the business. But then they'll kind of pull back on certain things because they're thinking, well, I can't really afford that or I don't really want to put all that money. There. But the difference between business owners and entrepreneurs is that entrepreneurs see that as an investment and they know that if they don't necessarily invest that money, they will stagnate and that is – Actually, something which, which which worries them more about it that worries them more rather than actually staying still. So, risk averse versus stagnation averse. I see myself certainly as someone who doesn't want doesn't want to stand still. You know, at certain times of the year, obviously, you know, things slow down, then things pick up, and I am always seeing as everything is an as an investment. I see marketing as an investment whereas the classic case particularly when businesses start suffering cash flow issues or they become or, or a recession on the horizon is the it's the classic kind of oh we'll cut the marketing we'll cut we'll, we'll cut those things that is the last thing You should be doing. You should be increasing your marketing because, at the end of the day, the marketing is the thing that's going to get you more business. But a lot of people, because they're quite risk averse and they see the money going out the door, and they don't necessarily—I wouldn't say they they don't understand the idea of delayed gratification—but it's kind of the gratification is, is too far delayed for their liking because they are quite risk averse. Whereas. I'm concerned that we'll only stay on this level of, of revenue and not generate more revenue by by investing in the marketing. So very much an entrepreneurial mindset is that you do not do not want to stagnate rather than just a business owner mindset where you're thinking about risk, risk, risk. The third thing that business owners tend to do is that they see members of staff and employees as quote-unquote numbers. And they seem to have very limited expectations of staff. And they'll always badmouth them, oh, they're they're this, oh, they're that. They're they're, they're a drain on resources. They, They don't do this, they don't do that. Whereas entrepreneurs, they see staff and employees as potential future leaders and very much see them as people. And because they're people, they then have that investment in them and they want to grow them as people. If you think of people as numbers and you clearly just think of them as as a as a a cost that you have to bear or a or a byproduct of being in business, then you'll never get the best out of them. You've got to see employees as people in their own right, people who you can invest in and they can grow. One of the nicest things I find is actually getting a member of staff and actually watching them grow and seeing them develop and do all those kind of things because it's really important to me. It's, that's actually one of the nicest things about employing people is that you actually see them uh, growing as people and gaining confidence as they, as they learn new skills. And you know that they can actually create an impact with employees, that they can actually impact positively on some, on someone's life, that you know, you're giving them a job, you're giving them opportunities, that they can then perhaps go and get a mortgage or buy a car or go on a nice holiday or, or whatever they want to do with their money. But you find that business owners will tend to just see them as almost – people to boss around and and people to keep under the thumb and people you've got to watch every minute because oh they'll do this and they'll do that. And it's it's a real it's a it's it's actually quite it's quite a depressing mindset I find. as, as someone who generally speaking has a lot of confidence in people and is always willing to see the best in people until they show themselves to be not worthy of that, but I will start from on the base that most um, most people are. And there's nothing I like more than seeing people succeeding, and it doesn't even have to be in my own company. You know, I, I look around our industry and I look around other industries and I see people doing well and striking out. And I think, that, you know, good on them. You know, the, 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 there's no point in being jealous of people there's no point in trying to nitpick and pull them down it's it's great to see other people succeeding because actually you can learn a lot from other people i've learned a lot from our members of staff you know i've i've certainly um learned stuff about ways to you know deal with certain types of customers how to manage profit and loss how to inspect chimneys a certain way you know you, you you if you've got your eyes and your ears open, you'll you'll always be willing to learn. And I think if you have the mindset that staff are there to, um, as people who you can learn from and invest in, and it can be a, a, a virtuous circle rather than just people who are there to be managed, they're just numbers and you just see them as profit generators and you've got very limited expectations, then I don't think you're going to get the best out of them. So Again, my advice would always be err on the entrepreneurial side because if you don't, then you're probably not going to get the best out of your your staff and employees. The fourth thing kind of linked to that is that business owners see training courses as an expense and they all they, all they ever think about is how much money they've lost while the member staff has been on that training course, whereas... An entrepreneur will see training as an investment. A good example was that earlier this year, uh, myself, Sam and Peter, we went down to the west of England and Peter went on a training course uh, and Sam and I went down with Peter, not to do the training course, but to have a few meetings and go around and meet a few people in that area. And... You know, there's no doubt about it, three members of staff being out of the office for a few days with hotels and meals and training courses and travel, it cost an absolute fortune. <laughs> and then a few weeks later, we were actually at our industry trade show where, again, there was members of staff there, three th- three of us who were out of the office, meals, travel, etc., cetera, et cetera. And you know, it, it there's no doubt about it. It's 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 a quite a sizable sum. But I would much rather do that than just go. Oh, we're not doing that because that costs too much money. At the end of the day, I see those things like training and away days as investments because we actually gained a lot out of those. I think it was probably. Four or five days in total away from the office, we gained a shedload of new ideas. We we spoke to each other very regularly. Obviously, because day to day we only speak to each other really on on the phones. We might see each other once or twice a week, maybe. But it was just great to be in in the same room, uh, ha- having a laugh, chatting about life in general, chatting about the business, and it and it really worked. And and I was. I was I was very much before it, I was hoping that it would be a success, and afterwards I would definitely do it again. I'd do it again ne- next year um, at the right, obviously at the right time of year when the phones maybe a little bit more quiet, um, and obviously after our busy season, there's a bit of money in the bank. But that kind of investment in stuff, I think, I think is really important. If you're just a business owner, you will always see that as like, well, that's money going out, that's 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 dead money because it's costing you twice or three times over the cost of the training course, the cost of the staff salary, and all the other costs related to travel, accommodation, and so on. But you can't really look at it like that. Well, you can, but again, going back to what I said about um, having um, staff and having limited expectations, you only get limited return from staff and employees if if you treat them like that, rather than if you treat them how you'd like to be treated and going on training courses, having investments being made in you, then then you'll, you know, if, if, if you've got the right attitude, you'll be wanting to give back time and time again. So I'm very much of the mindset that training is not an expense, it's an investment And the final thing for this particular show, business owners, they see themselves as having competitors, whereas entrepreneurs, they don't have competitors. Or rather, they do, but it's not the same competitor as a business owner. So Simon Sinek, uh, I would advise you to... Google him. He's got some great videos on YouTube and places like that. And he talks about the finite mindset and the infinite mindset. Now, the finite mindset is where you think that business is a game and there's winners and losers. Whereas the the infinite mindset means that there's no winners and no losers. You just basically carry on playing the game and the, the aim of the game is to continue being able to play the game. Is that the, the, there's no winners and losers. And he, and he explains it much better than I can. So please just go on YouTube and, and look up Simon Sinek Infinite Mindset. Now, business owners will always see other businesses in their field as competitors. And they'll be wanting to do better than them and they've wanted to you know, I want to be first with this and first with that and, and do this and do that. Entrepreneurs don't do that. And the reason is the biggest competitor that I have is myself and what I did yesterday. And that is what I would class as having an infinite mindset, whereas I just want to continue just to improve. I want to continue improving the business. I want to continue improving myself and our staff and employees. What other businesses do in our sector or in other sectors is of little consequence because at the end of the day, there's nothing you can do to change what other people do. You can only you can only change and improve what you do. So why would you spend time worrying and fretting about Others, when you could actually be using that energy to focus and improve on yourself, and that's what—I mean—a lot of business owners do fall into this trap of just focusing on other businesses, and it's just a waste of time. <laughs> I, 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 I don't understand it because you know you, all you're doing is just taking time away from what you could be doing to improve your own business. Sure, if you if you want to look at other businesses and get some good ideas that's great and you know let's face it we all we all take ideas from different areas and different businesses and use them in our own business that's absolutely that's absolutely great we do that all the time but we don't we don't focus on uh, other businesses and kind of watch every move and like what are they doing there and what are they doing there it's just it's it's pointless what we do is we focus on what we were doing Yesterday, last week, last month, last year, and how can we do it better? And that's how you will make a business grow. If you actually want to make your business grow, then you need to focus on your business. (laughs) You don't focus on other people because that is just a waste of time. You will never, ever grow and improve your own business if you've got all your energies focused in on other businesses business owners do that all the time don't do that have an entrepreneurial mindset make sure that you actually invest and concentrate on your own business so that's it that for this particular episode we'll come back to the numbers 6 to 10 next week but i think that's enough to to, to chew on for the for the uh, for the next week or so have a think about it have a think about what you could be doing in your own business to to improve and you'll probably notice some traits there that you think yeah I could really do with making a different take on that and that's that's perfectly fine i mean the the very fact that you're listening to podcasts about this kind of stuff is, is indicative because it shows that you're of that mindset where you're perhaps willing to learn or maybe just like hearing me talk. <laughs> I doubt it. But if you do, then th- th- then thank you very much. <laughs> I'm very much of the opinion that, obviously, you know, there's nothing wrong with being just a quote-unquote business owner. But I think if you adopt some of the entrepreneurial mindsets, you can actually be a much better business owner and you can actually start to be seeing yourself as an entrepreneur. Entrepreneur doesn't, isn't just a fancy title, it's actually a way of thinking. And if you adopt that way of thinking, then by default, you end up being an entrepreneur. So once again, thanks so much for joining me in this episode. Give us a like and a subscribe if you're on Spotify or on Amazon Music. If you're on Facebook, give us a like and maybe share this particular article send us an email david at trade-entrepreneur.co.uk if you want to give any feedback, that'd be great. Once again, thanks very much for joining me. It's always great to hear from you and we'll see you again very soon.